What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shownuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 188 of Gaming Vessels Podca- Podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, it's Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Just here to talk shop, play games, have fun, do good stuff. You know how it is. It's all good. In the hood. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Joe. <laughs> I know. I was, I was channeling Joe. I know. Man, look, dog. What the hell are you doing? I was channeling Joe on that one. Don't bite me. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. And of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka the the Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Uh, just, uh, you know, after my week of vacation, you know, I'm rested and grinding back at work as per usual. But, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I had a good good week off. And uh, I'm getting ready. I played some games. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, everything is all good. I've been... Uh, Kind of picking up some Black Friday stuff, some early deals. So, okay, okay. Things, so. I, things I don't need to be buying, but I'm buying anyway. But you're buying it anyway. Yes. <laughs> I look like on my shelf to the flame. I'm making my own. I'm making Burned Jabroni's Game Pass. Jabroni's Game Pass right here. So, <laughs> and guess what? The games don't go out of the rotation unless I trade them in. So, yeah, yours yeah. to keep. Yours to keep permanently, yep. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. When you spend your own money. So, with that said, we're going to move on to our first topic on the docket. And it's always our first topic on the docket. That being the playlist. All right, Jabroni Chief, why don't you kick things off, man? What you been up to? Uh, Like I said, I had a chance to, like, you know, kick back, play some games. So, um... As far as what I've been playing, a lot of No Man's Sky still, but not as fervent as it has been in the last, you know, month, month and a half on there. Um, still making my way, uh, progressing through the storylines on here. Um, I have escaped the uh, Toxic Planet, but I have put a base on there, so I'm periodically going back to my dusty-ass Toxic-ass planet, as Desmond would like to say. I just I just uh, went ahead and min-maxed that planet to death on there but that plan is so plentiful and it has plenty of things for me to go explore just in case i want to go explore but uh you know nevertheless no man's sky is still you know buttering my muffin quote unquote so <laughs> giggity 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 indeed i uh, also played some uh, synth for the first time on playstation 5 um and only i played it previously on xbox series x and I uh, kind of enjoyed that uh, we played some multiplayer. It was me, uh, John BT, and good old Dez on there playing some uh, multiplayer, three-player multiplayer. So uh, 
you know, only at the beginning of the game, the beginning of the game that we initially played back when it popped in on Games Pass on there. And what's to say, the game's pretty damn immersive and pretty damn cool on there. I can't wait to get back to it and maybe play some solo and get more immersed into doing some exploration, you know, kind of thing. But it's, it pops pretty well as a, a multiplayer game, you know. So I, it's not a point we get lost, you know, pretty much the gameplay against NPCs are it's pretty nice on there. So what do you think of the game so far? I know you've been playing it too, Des. Um, it's pretty good. You know, I'm I'm more interested to hear more of what what you're thinking because it's it's awesome to see you step out of out of No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's just No Man's Sky was sort of kind of my like go to go to relaxation game. Yes. Yeah, that no, I totally agree with you. You know, it's it's the same thing that 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 I am uh, doing, and that's kind of why I went. You know, I I went back to it. You know, was just kind of like wanting to wanting to uh do something different um it is a um what would be the word it is a, a, a i guess i could call it a safe shooter meaning that you kind of put it in and you can just play it and then your your like it it's one of those games that those filler games sort of like no man's sky or sort of like um any other of those um what was it? Oh, there's a there's a um a group uh, a, a a a YouTube channel that I work uh oh sorry that I watch called uh Switch Up and he says like the games like No Man's Sky and like Remnant from the Ashes are kind of the starter games for your evening of gameplay so you can start a you can start playing a game to kind of get you in the mood and stuff like that and then you switch over to the game you're really gonna play you know and Remnant from the Ashes is one of those one of those type of games you know. You know, and I think I think everyone can kind of relate to to a game that you can kind of like put on if you don't have a lot of time. You know, that's another that's another uh, remnant from the ashes is another one of those type of games. Uh, and as is, you know, No Man's Sky. So so I think that's more of of what it is. Um, I already know what the game is. The game, you know, you play it for as long as you want and then you go on to something else. It's like it's like uh it's like an Adam Sandler movie, you know, <laughs> the, the the Netflix ones, you know, you can watch it, you're entertained, but then you can go off and do something else. And it's just kind of like mindless fun. And I think like Rem, Rem, Remnant from the Ashes and, and No Man's Sky, which I still play, are, are games that are like that. They don't take a lot of your like mental uh, capacity to, to play. And and that's fine. Sometimes you don't want, you know, uh, God of War, Ragnarok. You know, sometimes you want you know contra or you 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 know you want a bologna sandwich you know? <laughs> this is not to compare them to bologna sandwiches but that's kind of what they are so in my opinion so that's that that's how i am thinking about it um i don't know if you feel like that but i i just needed a ch- i just needed a quick change from um no man's sky because it seems like we've been playing it a long time and i didn't want to get back into uh gotham knights uh just yet because i i, I need to sit down with that game because i want to I want to hear the story. I want to understand what's going on with with the game. So, so yeah, I know with uh, Gotham yeah. Knights, I deleted my save on my. You're gonna restart it. Yeah, I'm gonna restart. I was barely at the beginning anyway. I was uh, at the point where uh, I was just uh, getting into the uh, first mission, I believe. So yeah. 
Understood. So might, as, might as well just get back into it, watch the whole cool cinematic to start the game and kind of go from there. I might decide to even select a different hero other than Nightwing, but uh, remains to be seen. So, um, But yeah, enjoying the Ascent. I mean, if you're not familiar with the game, it's uh, like a, a cyberpunk-esque overhead shooter. You know, if you kind of took the elements of Cyberpunk 2077 and mashed it up with a uh, kind of a, almost like a twin stick shooter, but at least a little bit more of a uh, weight and feel like some uh, RPG elements as well. Obviously, you're specking up your character, you're be able to, you know, go in and, you know, limited customization, but still being able to make your own character and go into the world and kind of run missions and so on and so forth. So it's very enjoyable. So. Uh, also, last night, picked up Remnant from the Ashes again. Uh, I haven't played that game in a while. I think last time we played it was on a game night, and it was, uh, you know, I didn't have Eric Bouchard there to school me as far as how to play, but, you know, I managed to, like, you know, <laughs> get through and, uh, you know, go, get through the beginning tutorial at least, and it's something I know that Dez wants to play, and I'm up to playing it multiplayer and kind of exploring that game a little bit. I even owned the DLC, and I never even, like, played the, a lot of the game, main game proper, but uh, story of my life on here. So, mm-hmm. uh, Also, PlayStation Plus Extra, I've kind of dabbled in a little bit of games. I downloaded, and I started playing uh, Alex Kid in Miracle World DX. So this is like a modern remaster of Alex Kid in Miracle World from the Sega Master System on here and uh uh good bad and different the new art style is actually pretty nice but uh what they did is they basically took alex kid from the master system and made it almost like a carbon copy so there's actually a, if you hit the r2 button you're able to go and play the game using like master system graphics on there and uh all intensive purposes it's like you know it's that frustrating mid-80s platforming super hard you know alex kid you know it wanted to be a mario s game it was used by sega to compete with super mario brothers at the time with the sega master system and even though i enjoyed the game when i had my sega master system back in the day it never compared it was like comparing like uh High C to like Tropicana, you know, so that's how <laughs> it was to me, at least. They're like, you know, taking Sunny D and like getting the the, the tip, top of the line orange juice, you know, and it's just like uh, way too hard. But the thing about this game now is that it does have, it saves your progress. So I think that's a great thing because I could incrementally move my way through the game and the play the game basically even though i don't have infinite lives it's a point that you know i don't have to go back and repeat the same level the master system game back in the day you just started at the beginning level and you just worked your way through the entirety of you know all the stages and there's a ton of stages in there so it's like basically after your three or four lives in the master system game that's it there's no level skip or anything like that so pretty much you either had to get good or you didn't play at all so (laughs) When I started playing it uh, for like the first 15, 20 minutes after I got beyond what I got played on the Master System version years and years ago, and just it's almost like playing a new game on there. So, so yeah, I'm kind of going back to it. I'm just taking it a stage or two at a time on here. Some of the jumps are kind of impossible. And one thing I started doing a little research to see what happened with this version, and what happened is that. Um, 
that this was a Spanish developer from Spain, you know, uh, just to make that point clear, Spanish Spain, but the, they took the uh, got it, the white Mexicans. Yes, there you go. They took the uh, 50 hertz PAL version of Alex Kidd and the physics in the game is based on the PAL version, which if you don't know, like old retro games and old TVs back in UK and Europe, uh, they ran on 50 hertz versus 60 hertz. So they ran just a little bit slower than our US counterparts back in the day on here. So like if they played like something like Final Fight or something like that, ran just a, like 10 hertz slower than the uh, normal NTSC TVs on there. So a lot of games were like a little bit slower, a little bit more methodic and a little choppy in comparison to the US and Japanese versions on here. So basically what they did is they used the PAL version of Alex Kidd. And so us NS, you know, modern gamers now having to suffer the physics on a 50 hertz game on this thing so the jumps are a little bit harder than they need to be so and unfortunately there's no way for them to go back in and fix it in fact uh you know if you die enough times there's like a thing at the game over screen it's like oh, having trouble going to the options menu because you go in the options menu and you're able to set infinite lives and um actually able to set like uh better physics on the jumps and to be able to do things. But if you uh, set infinite lives and you cannot get all the trophies, so it's like, <laughs> do I care about all the trophies? Eh, you know, I want to play the game, but you know, I'll keep rinsing and repeating. I didn't think having save states on this is good enough for me. So also played, I started, restarted fantasy star online Two: new Genesis on the PlayStation four slash five console uh, got through the opening sequence on there they know that uh, if you once you start you have to plug your way and play through to get to the uh, main city in the game otherwise you have to start the prologue from the beginning on there so i'm ready to get back into the game a little bit i didn't carry over any progress i had from the uh xbox slash pc versions that i was running previously like you know hundreds of hours i was running but you know i know it's something we talked about previously and uh, des we talked about maybe picking this game up in fact i think we suggested a friend of the show christian they'd be able to pick up the game and i know he was playing it for a minute i just don't know if he dropped out of it or what's the deal but uh is this something you think you might go back to des uh yeah I think so. I think okay. it would be a lot of fun. I, I, it's been a while since I played it. Now that it's on my preferred console, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about picking up. Thinking about playing it again. I, it's already installed and ready to go. I just haven't done it yet. You know, uh, what, what, uh, ship are you on? Um, you can look that up later if you like, or or, or we can post it in our in our Discord. That way we can uh, all be on the same ship. Yeah, I selected the second ship, which I don't have the name of the planet. But, okay, uh... that's fine. Yeah, I'll have to go back and take a look. Uh, also, too, I was just going through my back catalog and I was looking at some games. I read a thread on Resetera about Drive Club and people going back and reminiscing about that game. It was like, you know, the PlayStation 4 kind of, you know, at the time, joke from Evolution Studios. But um, once the game did come out, it got kind of good remarks. I know I remember playing it way back when. Uh, back in like 2016, 2017, when the game like kind of got some momentum a bit, and I was I went, it was 
kind of itching to play some some good racing on there so i installed it i loaded it up and saw that it just ran at 30 frames a second and kind of was running at 1080p and uh looked at it and like you know during the first race i just like kind of looked at it okay i went back to the playstation menu and uninstalled it so no no love for drive club so I don't know if you remember that game or not, Kev, but... Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, <clears throat> I thought I really it was a good it game. Too. Mechanically, yeah. it was a good game. It lacked in the features big time. But mechanic mechanically, I'd, I'd put it up there with Grid almost. Oh, wow. I just, I don't know. I, I loaded it up and it just looked kind of, you know, washy and... Uh, just uh, maybe I'm spoiled. I don't know. I mean, I wound up, uh, I installed Forza Horizon 5, which I'll get to in a minute. I did fire up my Xbox finally. So, um, also played some Hot Wheels Unleashed a little bit more. And yet again, I played that for a little bit. And it's like, you know, we played it multiplayer like three, four weeks ago with John BT. <sighs> I don't know, man. That game is just, uh, the rubber banding and just, it just kind of, it's, not a good game. I don't know how you feel about it, Kev. I know you played it for a bit, but I haven't played it for a while. It's, I think it's okay, but in comparison to other, what I would call, I would call it a kart racer practically. Yeah. It's nowhere. It doesn't hold a candle to the other kart racers that are out there. And it's unfortunate because I think they capture the essence of, what every little kid I know I was like I did every little kid that played with Hot Wheels. This is the stuff that we imagined in our heads as we were setting up and spreading them orange and yellow or red and blue and white tracks all over you know our parents' living room floor, causing a mess every Saturday morning. They captured the essence of that, but it just did not execute well. That rubber yeah. banding is just terrible, and it really it really pulls away from the enjoyment of the game. I you know I don't I don't know what they were going for, what they were trying to hit with this. I I don't know if they were trying to make a a a, a serious Mario Kart, but that wasn't the way to do it. You know, or, or more challenging. Well, I would consider Mario Kart very challenging, but <clears throat> I don't I really know what they are going for. Yeah, I'm not sure either. And it's like, you know, unfortunately, you don't got the multiplayer going because you can't play in groups. And playing oh, the, the single, yeah. playing the single player is just, you know, I'd I'd rather go and just load up, you know, Mario Kart Eight. You know, or go play Sonic and All All Stars Racing Transformed or something. You know, I could easily like go fire up something else. That'll kind of scratch that itch if need be. So, or you could try the Hot Wheels add-on for Forza. Yeah, I might do that. I know that's one of the things that uh, I think uh, the Although season. Although it doesn't past... have nearly as many cars as this one does, but I wouldn't expect it to. Yeah. I know that one thing that they have a great livery with the Hot Wheels Unleashed game and user-created cars on there. So who knows? Maybe I'll fire it up one more time, you know, and, and see. I think it might still be installed on one of my PlayStations. So I'll uh, take a look at it and maybe give it another fair shake if need be. So, And like I mentioned previously, I did finally fire up my Xbox Series X. Um, I moved it from my gaming den to my living room. I've been wanting, because I've been gaming more 
on my 65 inch OLED on there. And I think I'd probably take more advantage of it if it's in there versus in here on here, you know, just to have, you know, play everything in super greatest mode. Uh, you know, once firing up, I obviously had to reinstall and get the latest firmware. And then a lot of it was I was calling a lot of Game Pass games that unfortunately I've already left the service that I had downloaded on my hard drive, you know, so. Yeah, I guess easy come, easy go on that. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You snooze, you lose. Huh? Yeah, yeah, but I did wind up, I uh, fired up some Windjammers too, which is .emu's, like, uh, you know, sequel to the uh, Data East Windjammers beautiful disc golf game, disc uh, battling game, you know, kind of like Pong with the Volleyball Vive, if that's the case, and uh uh, for all intents and purposes, it's just basically more Windjammers, so, but with spiffy, you know, modern graphics on here, which is kind of cool. And I think they added more of an element, but it's almost like almost like it's a re, uh, like a remake versus a, a sequel on here. But they do have additional characters in the game, and so uh, I enjoy what I played. You know, I think I might delve into it. I did put it on my PSN wishlist. You know, it's like you know. Yeah, I know it's already free on Xbox, but free for how long, you know, but, you know, if I want to own it for myself, you know, I'd almost prefer to play it on the platform of choice, but that is what it is. I played also some Grim Dawn uh, Def- Definitive Edition, you know, it's like uh, the Diablo S game we talked about previously in the show, like uh, a year ago on here. So I was thinking of anything I wanted to play on Xbox to go back because I only, we only, at least for, for myself, I only got in like level 15, level 20. So I don't think I really got in deep in that game. And I know with all the expansions that are available with the Definitive Edition, it's something that I thought about going back to. So I did kind of fire up and kind of refamiliarize myself with the game and the way it plays and everything. So I'm not sure if that's something that's on your radar too, Des, as far as going back to, but. Uh, uh, not at this time, unfortunately. I would love to. I would love to play it on my on my console of choice, but that's just not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, Crate Entertainment has not commented. In fact, I think we talked about that they weren't. They were so small they weren't able to get an Xbox Series X development kit, and I was doing yeah. some digging on their Reddit, and they still don't have an Xbox Series X development kit. So that's how small this team is, unfortunately. So yeah, that's know. why I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm, so I'm like, you know, and and there's nothing else drawing me to uh, going back to the um, Xbox. The Xbox. <clears throat> like I still have my Xbox. I'm looking right at it, and I'm just, you know, it just doesn't pay the bills, you know, anymore. So <laughs> how about trading it in? I mean, no, I don't want to trade it in. I'll keep it, you know, because because there are some games in the future that are coming out, you know, from um, you know, from City and from you know Bethesda. So I'm I just. I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, this is this is kind of where I'm at, unfortunately. <clears throat> and then last but not least, I know this is a long playlist for me, so um, I played a game on the Switch. I finally fired up my Switch and saw what's up with it, you know, so I played a game called Easy Come, Easy Golf, so. Oh, cool. So I don't know if you know about this game at all, but. Nope. Uh, um basically this is the next game from hot shots developer clap hands and they basically brought a, a golf game on apple arcade 
but when they brought it over to the Switch, they changed the name of it from Clap Hands Golf to Easy Come Easy Golf. So, <laughs> so basically, this game is the uh, sequel to Everybody's Golf on the PlayStation 4. So it's like basically Hot Shots Golf, again, uh, only on the Switch. And it does have online multiplayer modes. Um, the hook with this one particular game is that you play your round of golf in a t- team of nine, basically. Like if you do nine holes, you have each character in your rotation go on one per hole on here, and you gain characters as you play on here. I started, I played a nine-hole um, version. I wound up had like, I had like I think three, you know, clap hand type characters, you know, hotshot golf type characters, you know, a female protagonist, a male protagonist, an older gentleman of some sort, some dorky white guy, you know, I think I had four characters all in total. I'm glad that you were represented. Yeah, the young male protagonist, right? No, the dor- dorky white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm sure once I gained the African American with a fro, I could say you've been represented. <laughs> no, I ain't got a fro, sir. Thank you though for that. Jeez, what's that a fro? We all different. Need to fade. Yep. There you go. We'll have to see, but who knows? I haven't got that ethnic um, character no, yet. In no black eyes yet. <laughs> no black eyes. I, I know Hot Shots Tennis, they had this like little black kid on here. It's all like, you know, bringing, bringing a tennis record out of his fro. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> awesome. I, I think they might have gone through a little sensitivity. Who knows? Maybe Sony was doing that to them, but who knows? But uh, Sensitivity training. They're like, all right now. You know, black people don't carry objects in their hair. You know that, right? Really? Yeah, but we saw Foxy Brown, though. Yeah. Pull the gun out of there. So uh, I'm calling bullish on that. Sir. So I, we, any uh, any of you guys interested in playing a new Hot Shots game on the Switch? I mean, yeah. this this beats Mario Golf like it beats it with with a the one wood. Life, huh? one, one wood. wood. The one, yes. Wow, love to keep the golfing puns going. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll play it. Um, is it, I, is it I, on the eShop or is it's on it the on eShop? The yeah, it's physical. Do they have a physical? Uh, no physical as of yet. It's twenty bucks on the eShop, so I'm surprised. It's not, I'm surprised. No, I'm surprised it doesn't have a physical yet. You know, most of the well, that's not true. I say a lot of the times Nintendo tries to put stuff out uh, physically, but but now thinking about it, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, this is self-published by Clap Hands, so this is the, they basically got kicked to the curb by Sony. They said they weren't going to do another Everybody's Golf, and so. This is them basically saying, "Okay, we got the formula. Let's go and let's go cook let's do it over here." <laughs> you know, let's go cook cooking, it up. Cool. Cook it up for Apple, and now they're cooking on the Switch. So uh, I'm hoping maybe for a PC port. You know, I don't know if they'll eventually make their way to PlayStation or not, but we'll see. You know, so and in the meantime, I mean, I think that would be uh, quite appropriate, uh, like game night game. It, it does have online mode to it, so I don't know how popular is i'm hoping it is popular enough to kind of sustain some online gameplay you know so it kind of beats mario golf yet again so you know i was really disappointed i think john bt could kind of comment how disappointed he was in mario golf so but that's it for me all right what you been up to Dis? 
Uh, not as much as Joe, obviously. <laughs> so same old, same old. Uh, no Man's Sky, um, The Ascent, went back to Remnant from the Ashes. Uh, we I played the intro, and then uh, Joe and I, uh, I think Joe played the intro too, but then he was getting sleepy. And so we're going to try it again. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a nice little, you know, run and gun shooter. Uh, like I said, it's one of those ones that just kind of makes you feel okay. Um, so we will be playing that um, as well in our in our rotation. Um, and then I actually went back and started playing Dragon Age Inquisition again. I know I've said that in the past, but um, I really want to beat that game. Like, I think it's a I don't want to say it's a matter of pride, but it's a matter of being a completionist because I beat the first two. Then I really enjoyed the first two. Second one being my second one being just my 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 favorite of the series was a really good game. So I want to go through and beat it. Um, I actually had the weird thought of actually playing the first and second game and then the third game again to get re- prepared for Dragon Age Four uh, when it comes out. Um, but I don't know if I want to do all that uh, because the 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 first game is very antiquated. And it's it, it's a long haul to get through. Second game really picked up the pace, and 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 you and you and you ran through it pretty good. Uh, but so I don't know if I'm gonna do all that. But I was very excited because uh, the what is it called the the hub for Dragon Age Three or Inquisition. Uh, if you don't remember, it saves all of your your gameplay um on the cloud or, or their cloud or whatever and all of your decisions from the last two games are saved on the cloud so everything that i did on the last two games uh, any choices i made anything like that is applied to this game which i think is amazing so and i've gotten far enough to see some of the the um the the changes uh reflected in my gameplay uh, so that was really kind of cool. Um, so, and when I loaded it up and it still was able to find my save, uh, the save was from uh, uh, 2014. So I was like, wow. So that was the last time that I played it. Uh, or sorry, that, that was the first time that I played it and, um, and, uh, and updated it and and stored it on the cloud. So yeah, 2014, that's pretty crazy. Like I've played it since then, but 2014 is pretty crazy. So um, so that's part of me wants to see if they're going to still have people who play the game or or have that longevity be able to uh, utilize uh, their saves from so long ago. And I really hope that they do. So that's another reason kind of why I want to beat it is because that way I can add on the story. So again, it's this thing about longevity and this this thing about, you know the, the 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 story that you made, and I think people forget about that when they're thinking about Dragon Ages, is because that was a really fun way to keep its players invested in in the story that they did, and that actually makes it easier because you don't have to go back and reread uh, redo the game because you have all of your all of your main stuff there. So, so again, that's one of the things that I'm thinking about. Uh, I I did play through the opening and and I'm ready to to go. I just need to sit down and and do that and uh, and really get back into the groove of of beating that game. So, 
But um, and then I played the like I said, I played the Ascent. Uh, still plugging through that game. Um, I play a little bit sometimes with John and Joe um, when they're available, and it's 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 fun too. So either way, um, I'm still having my fun. Um, uh, I didn't play anything this uh, this past weekend uh, because I was in Salt Lake City, uh, Utah, at a Magic the Gathering uh event so this is the last one of the season that i'm going to for and it's the last one i'm going to for a while uh uh and i had a lot of fun and so it's just been really good really good time uh you know playing something other than video games so but that's pretty much about it for me uh kev what have you been playing buddy so i played some uh aliens fire team elite for our last game night how was how was that going back to that? It was good. Uh, I think they've updated that yeah. game a little. It seemed a little bit snappy. Yeah, snappier. They, they updated rather. it. They updated it and they added a couple of uh, uh, new characters. I guess the Phalanx and another one. Yeah, there's okay. a DLC for it too. There's a DLC level, and right now it's ten dollars at GameStop. So, and also on Games Pass. But yeah, ten dollars for PS5, PS4. So. That's a pretty good deal for what you're getting. I I I say anyway. Yeah, I think I think it is. It's uh, we were trying to AZ Rockslide joined us for game night and just trying to find something that we could all play. We tried to play. Um, I think it was Zombie Nation or Zombie Zombie, zombie Army, Army Trilogy yeah. Trilogy, and my copy for whatever reason was just having a was freaking out. It just. It was giving me errors starting, but not starting. It would start the game, and I would just get stuck on the tile screen. The same thing that happened to that happened to my copy of Max Payne Three, actually. Mm. So I just got frustrated. I said, y- "Y'all can have this PC game." And that's why I'm always console for life, man. I, console it, you know, for life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, say what you will about you know upgradable hardware and. You know, cutting edge stuff. I have yet to have a console game give me anywhere near as much trouble as gaming on PC. And I know it's come a long way from what it used to be. I get that. But I PC, I could have a 4090 with 32 gigs of RAM. It it still wouldn't be my primary platform to play games. It, it, it just wouldn't. It, it's just too much stuff. But anyway, um, my bias on on platforms platforms aside, is, if Fire Team's Elite is a lot more fun than it really has any business being, because story is shallow, <laughs> but yep. it's primarily a it's primarily a a, a ru- what do you call that uh, a boss rush? Not a boss rush, but when when it, it it started with Gears of War when they would throw all kinds of enemies at you at this there's a term for that type of game like a horde horde, horde yeah it's a horde yeah that's exactly what I was looking for it's a horde game but it's a lot of fun and uh, I run the Devastator I think that's what they call my class the one that has the the smart the heavy smart gun and yeah and I'm I'm gonna start I've messed with the technician also um. But yeah, that was a lot, that was a lot of fun. It is cross play, so whether you're PC, Xbox, or PlayStation, you'll be able to link up and play 
uh, with with whomever, regardless as long as they just have a copy. But that was a lot of fun. Um, Might have to go back to it, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think so. It, it's it, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, what hasn't been a lot of fun has been Bayonetta three. Mm. And um, Bayonetta three does it takes two steps forward and then three steps back. I'll get to a point where it'll add something really unique to the gameplay. And then it'll do something and just completely screw, screw, screw up. Now, I don't know if that's due to the limitations of the hardware. I'm inclined to think that it is because for this, this one part that I played almost made me take the game back. So there's a part and minor spoilers, but I think it's been, I think it's been in some of the promotional videos. So there's a, there's a Kaiju portion of the game where you control it's not it's not bayonetta doesn't turn into it well i guess she kind of sort of does her hair does turns to this godzilla looking thing and you fight another monster in this in the city this should have been really fun really cool uh it is anything but and and this is why the delay on your inputs can get up to three seconds Mm. So and now I now for what they what I think they were trying to do is when you hit a button to do an action, the action was just supposed to take a long time to do, right? It's like you you hit the button, the character starts moving, and you know in that old school kaiju fashion, it's like the like everything's almost like in slow motion. That is not what this game does. Instead. You have a two to three second delay from the time you hit a button. And then you have the slow motion movement of the animation. So when you're fighting your opponent, you have to take almost six seconds. You have to think six seconds ahead. Which is absolutely retarded because you can counter, you can block. You have like this uh, atomic breath move that you can do. You have a dashing charge that you can do. And you ha you're able to do all these really neat things fairly simply. They're just, they're just presses of the button, presses of the face buttons. But it's this delay. I mean, I, I, I was hitting it the first time I played it. Well, the only time I played it because I beat because I wasn't going to start that level over again. If I I think if I would have got killed when I, and I finished that stage with literally just a sliver of health left, I think if I'd have got killed on that stage, I I I just said okay, I'm done. Hmm. But there is a two to three second delay before the animation even starts. I don't know how you. I don't know how you plan for how you strategize for that. It, it's absolutely retarded. On the other hand, the one neat thing that it does is that it instead of um, on the first two games, you had these, uh, I guess they would be called your your demon executions where once you beat an enemy almost to death, you would hit two buttons to do this special move executable. 
and it, they would get the enemy would get killed in some neat gory way. Well, they do have that kind of, but they only have two, but what two different executions and they're not nece- they don't necessarily kill your opponent, but what they have added is that you can add the familiars that Bayonetta has access to to the end of your combo. And it's actually pretty dope. You can have the, um, if you're carrying more than one uh, familiar with you, you can have one actually finishing your combo and then bring out another one to do like extra heavy damage. Uh, Like if you have the Godzilla looking thing, you can send it to do fire breath or do an attack. Um, there's a spider thing that you get that is really cool. Uh, so they, they that I really do like because I think it adds uh, something a little not not redefining the the combat really, but it's just a nice uh, visual flair uh, that I think may, is good for the, that's good for this game. But I really hope there's not another kaiju. Uh, section to this because if it is and if it plays like <laughs> the section that I went through I, I think I will be done with this game mm. overall as a Bayonetta fan as a big fan of the first one a big fan of the second one I have to say that I'm very disappointed in Bayonetta 3 and I think the biggest fault and I said it last week I'm going to say it again the biggest fault, the I think the reason why Bayonetta 3 is so bad is the hardware that it's attached to. We we beat that subject to death last week. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go over it again, but it is what it is. But I tell you what has not been a disappointment. In fact, it's probably it it, it well for sure. It's not there's not probably it is the best game I've played this year that came out this year and best game I've played in a, in a while. And that's God of War Ragnarok. Believe the hype. Mm. I'm not going to go into spoilers. All I'm going to talk about briefly are the mechanics. They really addressed some of the shortcomings that I had with the first one to the point that I'm playing I'm playing the my first playthrough I'm playing on no mercy. I I wouldn't have done that on the first game because it it there was too it wasn't that the system was bad it was just I couldn't react to enemies in time and there were issues with with just that whole um Dark Souls methodology or mechanic system in a, in a fast-paced game like that, that I wouldn't have, that I wouldn't have played it on, on the higher than the standard uh, difficulty level. And I'm playing this on the the the, the not the highest uh, difficulty level. I'm, I'm not that crazy, but mm. <laughs> I am playing it on no mercy. And I tell you, it this game is absolutely amazing you can the combinations that you can do between the axe and the chains of chaos oh man and i i'm just barely you know i i know i'm just scratching the 
the surface of what's possible because I've seen some folks that I've seen like there's one dude on YouTube that's already posted an instant death combo. It doesn't matter what you're fighting. It's like you'll you'll kill you'll kill it if, if it can be knocked into the air. That's probably excluding boss battles. But the 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 weapons tree the 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 skill tree phenomenal. The gear is it's a little bit clearer as to how it affects your abilities. So as you as you either find stuff in the battlefield or more than likely 90% of what you're going to be doing is you're going to be uh, bringing materials and it'll be forged for you. It's just, man. And, I, and, I, and I'm not going to mention anything about the story. I will just say the story is even better than, than the 2018 one, in my opinion, so far. I'm about... If I had to guesstimate, I, I'm probably about nine hours in, and this this is all I'm playing. You mean Thor yet? <laughs> right now. You mean Thor yet? Yeah. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. No spoilers, yeah. though. Just nope, no it. spoilers. I'm not going to spoil nothing. That fight was even more cinematically, mechanically thrilling than the fight with Balder in the first one. Oh, shit. No. I mean, it is... <laughs> they they did some things in, in with that. And for all them people that were saying, oh, this fat-ass Thor... No, 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 no. Mm-mm. <laughs> once, you, once you see that dude in-game, it's like, yeah, this... Yeah, this dude would, would kick... Uh, MCU stores ass up one wall and down the other. I, it, it, without without question. So you he got a beer belly. Okay, so what? <laughs> Dude yeah. is putting in work. Um, Even but be, yeah. be, Beta Ray Bill. Probably. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm 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 convinced. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I am convinced. This is probably the best. This game is probably the best. Uh, rendition of Thor I've ever seen, and it, it the stills really didn't do it justice. The um, even the little cutscenes that they did in the in the promotional videos don't do it justice. You, you got you got to play the game, and that's mm-hmm. really all I'm going to say. I mean, shout out to, I mean, that studio, Santa Monica Studios, those guys, those folks have put in work and it shows in this game. So I would also, one recommendation, if you have a PlayStation 4, hold off on buying this. You need to play this on a 5, especially if you have... Uh, uh, access to a 4K display. Don't play this on on a PS4. Don't play it on a PS4 Pro. Play it on the five. It, it this is just like this is just another game that makes me well. It makes me happy at two things. One that I have a PS5, and another one that I went on ahead and got an OLED because Dang. my word. <laughs> It's that good, huh? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yep. that good. So that's when, all. When you gonna join the OLED nation, does? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Thank you. So that's what I've been up to for the past week or so. So that's going to bring us to our next topic on our docket, that being the main event. All right, Diz, you got the mic. All righty. So, uh, so just real quick, uh, we actually had uh, a late entrant for uh, entry for our question uh, from one eight seven. No undercover cops were hurt in the making of of this question. So, um, um, so that question it was: Konami is back. Sudokin one and two remaster and Silent Hill games have been announced. What other Konami IP would you like to see? Castlevania, Contra, Gradius, Hudson Soft. Let us know uh, what you want from Konami. And we actually had some folks uh, respond. Uh, one of them being Will D on our Discord. And uh, he said, uh, ready for Contra, first-person shooter. That would be interesting. Like, I never really thought of Contra. I know they had some sections of one of the Contra games be sort of first-person, um, if I remember correctly. And then I know there was third, uh, like, behind the camera, uh, not side-scrolling, but I know when you would go into the bases, it would be, it would be behind you. And that, I remember you shooting that way. But yeah, I, uh, a first-person shooter... With that, uh, with Contra would be crazy, you know, maybe Doom style. Um, hmm. Yeah, and, and he says he says in the same vein as Doom. So yeah, we're we're definitely on the same page with that. Good old boomer and, shooter with Contra added to it would be awesome. So yeah, that would be. Uh, John BT on Discord says, "I love to see them bring back some old games in in a sort of Horizon slash God of War style. I'm thinking Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest would be awesome if modernized. Again, like you said, Castlevania, or like I said, Castlevania would be fantastic, and I think that's one of the games that's ripe, ripe for um, for kind of, you know, uh, reimagining and modernizing. So, one of the franchises. And I think I think right now, um, we people want it. People want it. So... So thanks, thanks guys for for uh, responding to that question. Uh, the question for, uh, that we asked last show, uh, and that was for episode one eighty eight, uh, is uh, what's on your gaming radar for Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Let us know the games and tech you're on the hunt for, and at what price. We will discuss yours and our picks on episode uh, number one eighty eight, which is this one. So, so Will D. Uh, came through and said uh, maybe Water Warfare 2 or Gotham Knights. Beyond that, I'll keep an eye out for uh, 4090 for VR sim rig. Uh, but now that EVGA has pulled out the graphics business card and might take me a while to get a card. Okay. Alrighty. Um, and Crucial Chase on our Discord says, Modern Warfare is in my uh, sites just for the story. I'd like to pick up Final Fantasy VII remake on PC. I have plenty in my backlog. Don't we all? Uh, plenty has plenty of backlog though. Uh, does it have to be tech? I'd love to find a deal on uh, a Blackstone griddle. Yeah, lol. Ever since I've worked in a truck stop years ago, I've wanted a large griddle for my home cooking. They fucking rule. 
Um, I, I I don't know what it is. I know what a what a griddle, a blackstone griddle is, but I don't like. I, I can't picture it in my head, so I, I'm only imagining that it's being fantastic. They're awesome. Cool. I I I would not mind having one either. So Joe, uh, now that you know two of the folks that are on our uh, on our uh, in our Discord are, are on for that Modern Warfare Two love, are you going to pick it up? Uh, just depends. It's it's not in my price point. I don't really anticipate playing with folks on the Discord. I mean, if you, if a few people in the community pick up the game, maybe. Uh, you know, I got the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War from the library. I have it installed. I'm gonna play the single player at least on that. But uh, I want to dabble with um, some of these uh, military first-person shooters. I picked up. Uh, Battlefield 2042, which is going up to season three at the beginning of December, which will finally have a release on Games Pass too. So, you know, that might bump up the community for that, and you know, people in our community might want to play as well. So, I'm thinking definitely about that. You know, I'm still want to keep kind of. I don't want to pay 70 bucks for Modern Warfare 2. I'm sorry, it's not, it's not, not feeling in my that. will. Yeah, in fact, I was even debating about because. Uh, GameStop has Call of Duty Vanguard for 20 bucks right now. And even that 20 bucks, it's like, eh, I don't know if I even want to buy it. You know, so. it's not burning a hole just yet. So, yeah. Um, and John BT, you know, has a lot of love for Blackstone. He says, I love my Blackstone. It's so awesome. He says, I like to find uh, deals on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Last of Us Part One remake, and I would love a price drop on Ragnarok. Not happening yet, of course. I don't know. I don't know. Stranger things have happened, and they know that that game's going to be around for a long time. And they know that a lot of people who are, if Kevin, if people take Kevin's advice uh, from the earlier segment and wait to get it for a PS5, uh, PS5s, you know, might be in stock for Christmas, and so people might be able to pick that game up as well. Um, and if they start bundling them, that might actually be even it, an even better way to 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 get into that game um i don't know if that's going to happen but but you know hope springs eternal my friend <laughs> so um so let's start with with kev kev what are some of your uh hopes and dreams for black friday buddy because i know i, I want to start with you because i just know joe's going to have like you know a ton of 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 stuff to go through i just i just know joe you know, I I know him, so I know Joe. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I know Joe. So I'm not really not so much games, maybe a couple of games. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I'd like to get Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. And I want to get I think Evil West comes out before. Uh, Comes out yeah. uh, next Tuesday. So yeah. Have, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be on discount. I could tell you that. But if you want to pick it up, you could definitely pick it up. So. Okay. Uh, um, I got the. It was. It was on sale. The digital version was on sale, so I got it digitally. So, uh, because it, I've heard really good games. A really good. Um, good things really good, about it. Really good things about it. So. Yeah, I, I was going to get it anyway. I was, you know, if I can save a couple of bucks, I'll do it. But I do have two hundred dollars in GameStop credit. I this last, and I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna do this <laughs> on the on a regular basis, on a sim, on an annual basis anyway. 
I'm probably just going to save all my games that wind up going into services for the end of the year. And just purge them. And just take them in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take no. them into GameStop, yeah, assuming I they're there still here you. in another year. Yeah. Uh, because I got a uh, hundred dollars and some change on some uh, grip of games that I took back. Uh, in fact, when I did, I was hanging out with my nephew. We also went to see Black Adam. I forgot to mention that and what have we been doing. Good movie. Yeah, Black um, Panther, fantastic too. Just FYI. Yeah. Um, I wanted, I, so I'm going to get used that. I've got 200 bucks for games at GameStop that I can, that I can, I'm sure I'll be able to find something. So Sonic Frontiers, Evil West are on my, on my, on my ticket. And I don't know if, um, Gungrave comes out. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It, when it's, it's coming out. Yeah. In fact, uh, it will be out. It's on Games Pass, though. I don't know if you care about that, but you don't have Games Pass, so... That game no, looks bananas. Yeah, so Gungrave, Sonic Frontiers, and Evil West are the three games that I'm really kind of on an eye... have my eye open for. Other than that, the other two things that I want to do, and I'm probably going to do them... I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get that Victrix controller. It's dropping on the 16th. Mm. I'm kind of want to wait to see if maybe Am- and Amazon is carrying it. Thank goodness. Um, I kind of want to see. I doubt it. I kind of want to see if it might be part of Amazon's Cyber Monday deals. But even if it isn't, I'm gonna get there the Victrix uh, Hitbox style Pro controller. It's yeah, it's pretty dope. And my my Samsung tablet is just about croaked. I have an S4, and uh, I saw this, uh, and I didn't even I I haven't really been keeping up with mobile tech a whole whole lot. And I saw that they have this thing called the S8 Ultra, which is like a 14 inch tablet. And it's bananas. <laughs> so oh, okay. I think I'm going to get one of those. I want to try to get one. They're, I've, they've already come down in price. I think it's been out for almost a year already. And it's already had one price drop significantly. I'm going to wait until Black Friday, see if uh, somebody has it for even less. And I'm going to get one of those. That's my goal. And the last thing I'm going to try and get is internal storage for the PS5. I want to get that two terabyte SSD and uh, I'm going to get the Western digital one, the official one. I know that there's other ones that are fully compatible with it, but I'm just going to get the one that's officially that has the official stamp of approval. Just not going to mess with it. huh? I'm not even going to mess with it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was really thinking about uh, upping my storage as well uh, for the PS five games that are coming out. So, um, that's one thing that I was thinking about, um, you know, for as for me, I was thinking about getting storage for the PS5, uh, definitely looking at some uh, Switch games, hopefully some second party Switch games that are worth it are going to be on on uh, on sale. So I, I, I'm always up to increase my Switch collection and then um, and then looking at some some games that came out the this past year. 
on PS5 uh, and PS4 to see about uh, picking up. Uh, that's really kind of where I'm at. I'm not a periphery guy, so I'm not going to be picking up any controllers or any headsets or anything like that, unless Joe really hounds me about it. And it's just like, oh, this is a really good headset. It's really cheap. You really should get it. You know, then then I'll, then I'll look at that. You know, Joe's one thing about Joe is he loves uh, sharing the savings. And sometimes I, I can't, you know, I, I can't resist. Like he just, he, he doesn't, it's too good. I'm like, oh damn, Joe, it's too good. You know, so so I gotta I gotta go ahead and just uh, pick out pick up the deal, you know. So, but that's pretty much it for for me as well. I don't really I don't think I'm gonna be picking up a like a television or anything like that. I don't think that I need a television. The TC, you know, the one that I have, the TCL that I have is you know that I've had for about four years, uh, four or five years has really you know uh, done me well. Although I don't know. You know, everyone talking about, you know, the OLEDs and how they're really beautiful. I'm trying to think, you know, maybe I should, if it's if a good one, if a really good one is on sale, you know, uh, making the upgrade to it. That way my eyes can melt in my head and stuff. And it's just beautiful. Um, <laughs> well, either that or a micro LED set might be good, too. I mean, there's mm -hmm. more affordable micro LED sets that are out now. So, you know, you let me know. I mean, I could keep an eye out for you, but I know I don't know if you're willing willing to throw down, um, you know, a thousand bucks on a. What's the size of your TV in your den? I forgot. Is it 42 or 48? The and the den? Yeah, it's a 65. Oh, okay. So 65. Yeah, the one in the den is the biggest one we have, and so the one in my the one in here is is not that big. Like the yeah. one in here is the in the in the game room. That's the one that's that's not that big. So. Okay, yeah, because I mean, there's a 42 inch um, OLED, the LG, what the C2 has a 42 inch. So, yeah, well, again, it's all about it's all about maximum value. So, if we can get a TV that 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 looks great and and gives, and it's not like a ton of money, then you know, fantastic. But, but again, uh, uh, I did a lot of traveling this year, so my budget for Black Friday is rather tight and and I have not been uh I have not been very um what's the word I haven't been very um uh, you've been spending frugal. a lot of money yeah yeah I've been frugal when it comes to video games and so whatever video game I wanted I kind of picked up so that's why I'm kind of like you know what I I might have to sit this Black Friday out uh just because you know I ain't got no money because I ain't got no money so <laughs> most Christmas is coming mm -mm. So I might have to live vicariously through y'all. So uh, speaking of which, uh, living vicariously, Joe, buddy, what are your what are some of your Black Friday gets? Because I know you got it, and you probably got a got a spreadsheet, a Google Doc. You know, you got all kinds of feelers out trying to get some good stuff. So not really, because I've already kind of picked up everything I want, at least you know, and stuff like God of War, Ragnarok, and Last of Us Part One. I mean. I'm not looking to get into those experiences unless I could get them for, you know, way cheaper. And I got other stuff in my backlog to get to. I hate to be so like, you know, about it, but it's like, I want, I want to grab something if I know it's going to be like on the cheap and something that's kind of hard to find eventually or whatnot, you know, yeah, nothing wrong with so, that. I know GameStop's going to have a good sale. I know the ad's already out, but the thing about it is not everything that's on sale is going to be in the ad. So I'm just looking for more nichier 
uh, type stuff. Uh, picked up some stuff because they had a pre-Black Friday sale. I picked up like uh, this game called Lake, uh, graphical mm-hmm. adventure for ten bucks on PS5. You know, I picked up Snow Runner. Wanted to give that game a shot. That was like fifteen bucks. I also picked up like. Uh, them fighting herds, you know, my little pony fighting game. Uh, I, I actually asked if you were going to pick that up, but you're like, no, no. I, and then, not for full uh, price, but it was 20 bucks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. $20. I think, Kevin, you'd probably be interested on in that game for 20 bucks, right? Maybe. $20 make you holler. Maybe. I was trying to get my nephew to see, check to see if my nephew wanted to play it. And he's kind of, eh, he's kind of iffy on it. So if I, 20 bucks or less, maybe. Um, yeah, I had to go to a couple. I mean, I called the different GameStops because they only had the PS5 version on sale for twenty bucks, and so it's like, eh. you know. Plus, I can't play PS5 fighting games on my PS4 controllers. Oh, really? Yeah, they're only compatible with. There's on the PS5, PS4 controllers for like arcade sticks are only compatible with PS4 games. That's why I had to re-download uh dungeon dungeon fighters and i'm glad i got the digital otherwise i would have had to take the physical back so but once i get my victrix controller all that is solved because it's ps5 compatible so it can go for both for both gens yeah i already have a hori fighting um commander for ps5 that um i have at my access so i'm you know i'm a pad player by choice so um, i'm good to go on the ps5 at least so yeah. On there. Cool. Uh, Joe, so uh, during this Black Friday season, who are some of the uh, Twitter users that you follow or people that you look at, you know, that that our listeners can kind of follow to uh, to try to see about getting some deals? Uh, for me, what I follow is just usual, just the cheap ass gamer. I think what uh, what's the handle? I gotta go look here. Hold on. No, it's just just cheap ass gamer is one of them. Vi- is video it... game deals. Um, also, of course, Wario sixty four. You know, and uh, there's a thread on Resetera, and there's also a thread uh, on cheap ass gamer. Uh, as far as stuff that's been announced so far that I'm going to pick up on Black Friday. Um, as far as, um, GameStop has Digimon Survive for $17. So I think I'm kind of interested in checking that game out for that price. I think that's worthy. I think that's something you might be interested in too, Des, possibly. So maybe on there, but other than that, um, debating, cause I know people said it's not worth the upgrade, but Persona 5 Royal is going to be 29 bucks including the Steelbook edition uh, for PS5. So, and, you know, the only difference between the PS4 and PS5 versions of that game is that the PS4 version runs, I think, at the 1080p and at 30 frames, and the um, Persona 5 Royale uh, for PS5 runs at uh, 4K, 60 frames. So, on there. But I did watch a Digital Foundry video, and they kind of were, like, saying it's not that big of a leap between the two on there so mm. so kind of a bummer but you know i think i don't know you think 30 bucks is worth the kev oh, i wasn't sure if whether i should just i don't think that game is like depending on the performance per se so. it's not a performance oriented game yeah I, that i and the graphics dial i couldn't tell if it was 4k or or 1440 i mean it's 
maybe I'm just old. I got old man eyes, but it, the graphic style is just, it looks like you're looking at a comic book or a manga and that's the style they went for. And it's executed extremely well. Personally, a lot of people would say that Royale is the one to get. I would say if you can find it for even cheaper, get the standard edition because the reason I say that is because Royale is not canon. Well, so I already all, have the all PS4 of the, version, so I mean, yeah, I've got, I would I'm just, both. I would just hang on, and play that because you're not going to really see a difference in anything, particularly when it's being upscaled, you know, through your t- through your television. It's so I don't even know why they did put a 60 FPS game version. I think it was, you know, hey, get a get some extra bucks. Uh, it's great for people that maybe missed out on base Persona 5 and the prior ones and maybe want to jump into it now because they have it had does have all that extra content, extra characters that you confront and whatnot. But for me, I, I didn't feel it was worth it because it's not canon. Now, my homie Damon, on the other hand, feels it's very much worth it. And he's he's the he's the he's the real persona persona guy because he's been playing it since the first one. Yeah. So he would say definitely get get Royale. But for me, if it's not canon, I really don't want to mess with it. Yeah, as far as any other stuff, I'm kind of my eyes on. Um, you know, I'm also looking at a Victrix controller, but I'm not looking at the Hitbox uh, controller that you're thinking of, Kev. I'm also, I'm looking. They're bringing out a Victrix like um, Pro controller for PS5 on here. I think we talked about it on a previous show, so it's it's on my radar. Yeah, the one with the modular sticks. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know that Sony has their version of the pro controller coming out the DualSense pro whatever they're calling it uh, coming out in january i think that's 2.19.99 so <laughs> i'm kind of laughing the victrix pro bfg wireless controller for ps5 with the uh, module of sticks is a, a hot 179.99 it's coming out on december 1st so i don't think i'll be able to get on the cheap i'd even you know have to make the investment if i want to do that and then uh, Razer, you know, the wonderful manufacturer Razer announced a pro controller for PS5 as well, which we haven't talked about on the show. But that one is has um, offset sticks, like kind of Xbox style versus the, um, you know, style that's on the PlayStation controller usually. the I forget the naming of it. So, but uh, that controller doesn't have any uh you know haptic feedback or you know um, adaptive triggers or anything and that thing is retailing at 259.99 for their freaking pro controller so wow <laughs> so you gonna get it no hell no <laughs> razor has a known known uh, reputation of uh, not lasting all that long you know so so you know, uh, granted, I, I'm, I'm great. I'm thinking it's probably going to be top, top of the line. But, you know, they're trying to compete with uh, Scuff. And it's like, you know, if I want to buy a Scuff, guess what? I'll go buy a Scuff. <laughs> you know, all I'm looking for is some, maybe some back buttons, you know. Yeah, I think the Victrix Pro has four back buttons, for God's sake. It has all the back buttons you ever want. Yeah, it's a lot. 
And the only other thing I might be thinking about picking up, because uh, my current soundbar in my living room is kind of booty, man. It's like, God, I'm having trouble. It's a Vizio soundbar. It probably got jealous because I ditched the Vizio TV for an OLED. So it's like, yeah, I got mad at you. Got mad at me, decided not to work. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, Vizio has good products, but their software is too much to be desired. So I'm looking maybe to getting an upgrade to a better home sound system. And I'm just looking maybe just getting a better sound bar if need be. So I'm going to keep my eyes open, but I'm not willing to spend more than, uh, you know, three, four hundred bucks on one. You know, I think that's too much, but, you know, I know it sounds not your guys' big deal. I mean, both of you, are you still... I know you get that Logitech um, surround sound system still, right, Kev? Yeah, but the control the control center is going out. It'll just turn off for no reason. So I thought if I can find a really, 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 really good deal on a sound bar that's I don't even need it to be as good as the Logitech if it's just because, again, sounds not really my deal. Um, then I'll go ahead and uh, I I'll might keep an go eye ahead out for you. So check it out and get one. But it, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not even. I don't even want to spend three hundred dollars on a sound bar. You know, if I can get one for like two fifty or below, that's that has reasonable uh, sound quality for that price point. I'd probably jump on that. Yeah, I was debating. I'm debating about the whole, okay, do I need five speakers? Do I need a subwoofer and uh, two speakers in the back and all this other business? Or whether I want to pick like the greatest like 2.1, you know, speaker setup and just have it loud and booming from, you know, the sound bar itself. So so I'm thinking you're probably more of a like, screw it. They'll need the speakers in the back and we'll have all the wiring and all sort of crap. So. Well, that's just it. <laughs> I'm, I would probably have, even as it as my setup is right now, the sound bar is going to have to sit on the floor because there's no room for it on the entertainment center. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and my consoles are behind my TV, so that takes up all that real estate back there. So, you know, eventually I'm going to have to upgrade my entertainment center and just bite the bullet on that and just do that. It's just, I just don't feel like paying Best Buy 200 bucks just to bring it in here and set it up. That's the thing that that bites that bites me. It's, <laughs> so I don't know. Now, so. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about after we were, after Black Friday, after Thanksgiving and what we got and kind of give our lowdown. And if you guys out there want to, let us know what you eventually got or if there was a surprise deal or something that kind of came up. Definitely let us know. We'll talk about it on the show. So. Yeah, definitely. So uh, so the question for episode 189 uh, is, and we hope that you guys you know, all take the time to, to answer it, uh, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series uh, X and S are two years old. Two years old. Can you believe that? Ugh, the terrible twos. Uh, what are your thoughts so far? What do you think of the software and or the hardware so far? Have they fallen, met, or exceeded your expectations? Uh, let us know. And like always, we will discuss your uh, your, your responses as well as our, our own thoughts um, on our next episode. So, um, well, at the end of the main event comes your favorite, 
the Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thank you, Diz. Okay, so yeah, first thing on the docket we want to talk about is the Keeleys got announced the um, wonderful Game Awards uh, coming up in the uh, beginning of December. So, you know, you can vote right now if you want. You can go to thegameawards.com and be able to go ahead and do your own personal voting on the Game Awards website on here. You can also vote as well on the Game Awards voting bot on Discord on here. So... So there's a lot of nominees. We're not going to cover them all, but just cover kind of cover the like kind of main categories if needed, you know. And you know maybe we could circle back to and and really discuss if these awards really mean anything to us. You know, I enjoy the show, but I enjoy the show just for the fact that I want to see announcements. You know, so that's the only reason I watch it. Yeah, I don't oh, want yeah, to see Sting, you know, Jeff Keighley go, oh, my God, Sting, Sting. And it's not the Sting I want to see <laughs> well, on stage. Well, it's like. <laughs> I'm being completely honest. I am I am excited for people to win, you know, because we work hard on this. And, you know, oh, yeah, and, for sure. and I'm saying, great, you know, you know, and actually seeing the genuine, you know, happiness uh, in it is great. But to be completely honest with you, though, I don't need to watch them accept the awards. So. I think you know getting an award for 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 doing for excellence or working your ass off, great. You know I just don't need a, a show for that. You know because let's be completely honest, it is a it it, it is a it, it is a commercial. You know and that's that's what it is. And as long as we you know remember that and you know take it as such, fine. You know, you know because I I watch it I I watch it just like these guys I watch it just to see what's being shown and what trailers gonna what trailers gonna happen you know and what we normally do at least Joe and I have done in the past and Kevin's uh, participated as well is we'll just watch it after the fact and then we'll just kind of fast forward through you know just to see what's going on and then we'll possibly stop and and you know hear an acceptance speech if it's someone or or, or a game that we really you know give a crap yeah. about. But for yeah, the most was... part, yeah, that's it's it, it it's a giant you know uh, marketing uh, ploy to get you know bring more eyes to to video games, and that's good. You know, I, I think you know more eyes on video games is 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 always a good thing. But I don't know, just I, I just I, I just don't nothing against Keeley, but he just always he, he's he doesn't strike me as a very like I don't know. That's just a personal thing. You know, he has no charisma. <laughs> remember that he, he reminds me of ted mcginnis that's what he reminds me of so who's that noted actor from married with children and happy days like the oh kinda... that guy oh <laughs> lord okay yeah yeah I uh, can see like that. you know a little, a little bit less less uh jim j bullock but look at his more sleazy i don't know what what did what did, what did keely ever do to y'all this <laughs> is something about that man. I just I don't, I don't know. know. It's like it you is. know, it's like his face is always in a perpetual state of like, ha, ah, you know, how cool this is. <laughs> ah, Especially like, if Kojima comes around, it's like, oh my god, it's like someone like put a French tickler around his yeah, exactly, you know exactly. It's like it's like someone's you know blowing on his nuts every time you see, you see him. It's like, stop it, dude. Yeah, oh, I got another excitement, crazy. excited announcement for you all. Are you ready? <sighs> ah. So cool, yeah. I'm like. Okay, the Dorito Pope himself. So yeah. it's just, it's just that his level of excitement just seems so fake. It's just savage. 
Savage. Yeah, it's not like a savage. It's just like, and then you know, you know, the uh, you know, at the end, uh, having the uh, Vin Diesel come out to do the game of the year, and you know, like presentation, that kind of crap, yeah, or just... like you know, oh, we got the Rock on the program. It's like sitting there, Rock's so showing his energy drink truck up, talking about Black Adam the whole freaking time. Yeah, it's related like, okay. to video games. During the, the summer games fest, you know, it's like yeah, you know. I didn't need to see all that. Yeah, like, like, you know. Okay, yeah, Black Adam. All right, cool. Okay, energy drink. Yeah, I'll never yeah. drink it. Yeah, I neither will I. See the games. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, imagine so if, like, if if you paid. You know, I don't think they're doing this with the game awards, but during the summer games fest, if we you paid money to go watch it at a, a theater, you know, go watch it on the, uh, you know, the. Uh, I'd have demanded mm-hmm. my money back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After that last year, oh, absolutely. I don't know. And another number from the Imagine Dragons. Oh, okay. Fast mm-hmm. forward. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, but hey, you know, I don't mean to yuck anybody's yum, but that is not that is not for me. No, not for at granted all. though. Uh, I would give me. it up for the Game Awards is that, <laughs> that uh, when is they were on me. Spike years ago. <laughs> It's much, much better than what was on Spike. World's better, you know. Yeah. I don't need to see Schick Man and all these, like, you know, broads with their titties hanging out and all this other stuff, you know. So, 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 whatever. Well, let's go over the the nominees for some of these categories after we lumbasted the whole ceremony. (laughs) But Eh. this is to celebrate as far as uh, some of the uh, outstanding games this last year. So, Game of the Year. Uh, nominees include A Plague's Tale Requiem, uh, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, which is kind of a surprise, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So kind of good recognition for a JRPG there. So uh, if Stray that's... doesn't win, if Stray doesn't win, we riot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We'll we'll send a bunch of feral cats out on the stage. Yeah. So could you imagine if it won though? Oh my gosh. Uh, after after it takes two ran uh, one last year, I mean exactly. It, and if another yeah. game like that one, people would lose their effing minds. They'd be like, "What?" Then <laughs> let's see here. Best game direction. This is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So you have Elden Ring, uh, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon F- Forbidden West, Immortality, which I have no idea what that is actually. Mm-hmm. So. And Stray, so. Well, I think uh, no, I think Stray's gonna win, win, win something, you know. Uh, but I Immortality know. is that full motion game, though. Okay, I see, I see, I see. Mm. Okay, and then let's see. Let's go down to. Uh, let's look at some of these uh, events. And of course, they have best performance, which is not bad it's for voice actors. But um, I don't, I'm not sure if they have the best esports. <laughs> I think they do, actually. So. I mean, good for them. You know, esports people put, you know, they put in their time and their effort, and they're trying to do their stuff. I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't play esports, so you know, if you're sitting there doing your stuff, more power to you. Um, I think a category you might appreciate, Desmond, best indie on here. So for best indie, it's a uh, Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, uh, Stray, and Tunic. So, so Tunic. So that's a really good category, actually. I heard Neon White did really well. And um, I think to think that was only made by like one guy or a very small team. Um, and yeah, it's made uh, by the game that guy that made Donut County. So, yeah. So I don't know. People really love that game. 
um and it has that kind of anime aesthetic that people really like and it it i don't know so that's a pretty that's a pretty good list i i wonder now like hmm. but yeah, i is, think i think i think stray will win some yeah uh, this is best action game uh the categories for best action game are as far as the nominees uh, bayonetta 3 I don't know if Kevin has anything to say about that, but my Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge actually got best nominated for Best Action Game. So I can see Sifu. I haven't played Neon White. Why is Call of Duty in here? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call that an... I mean... An action game focused primarily on combat. I, when you say combat, I'm thinking hand-to-hand, hand yeah. weapons. I'm not thinking firearms. Mm. I don't know why they're there. Maybe Teenage it's like... Ninja Turtles is... I, I'm i not really sure it des- it deserves to be there because all it is... I mean, and I don't mean this as a put-down... All it is is a reinterpretation of the arcade and 16-bit games. It's it's a new game, but it looks and plays very much like them. It it does a couple of things differently, but okay, Bayonetta three. I'd say if it was running on better hardware. Mm. Yeah, we'll see what other categories here. Uh, best role playing has Elden Ring. Live Alive, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So, kind of cool. You know, I know this is the category they threw Monster Hunter in in years past. So, it's like, (laughs) uh, you know, kind of ridiculous as far as the definitions. But I think they're pretty spot on. I don't know if Elden Ring would be per se. I I guess it would be an RPG. So, on here. Uh, Best fighting game includes DNF Duel, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. Uh, King of Fighters 15, Multiversus, which is the uh, Warner Brothers, like Smash Brothers clone, and Sifu is also in there as well. So Sifu's getting a lot of love. Looks yeah, like, but so. it's in the wrong category for It's not a fighting game. Yeah. It's a beat em up. Mm. It's an action game in their category. Um, King of Fighters 15 should probably take it, in my opinion. DNF, I'd say DNF Duel. But it just has not gotten any support since its release. And, I mean, it's got a a card core devoted community behind it. But people are really starting to fall off that game because we've had no new characters and minimal updates since that game launched. Mm So, yeah, we'll probably have a main event um, in the future coming up before the Game Awards hit with your predictions and at least and kind of let us know what you feel might be um, nominated. And if you need to, we'll link to the list of nominees for all the categories on there. And let us know, too. We'll talk about probably in the future main event if you, if you actually feel the need to go vote in the Keeleys or not, you know, so kind of discuss that at a later point you know are any two gentlemen gonna make the effort to go vote or no i have no. never voted in akili i i didn't i didn't even know we could vote to be completely yeah. to be completely honest with you i had no idea we could vote in it i thought it was an industry type thing and if you had to be super cool or <clears throat> or be able to get a a free you know gaming chair to be able to do it so i don't 
Yeah, no, you can vote in all of the categories, it looks like here. So, yeah, you can go in and start voting, so. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go and vote for... Uh, for Best uh, sports game? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Content creator of the year, yes. You're silly. All right. Well, we talked about it, so, you know, I think you guys wanted to hear about it. So, next thing on the news front is about the success of sonic frontiers so uh, sonic frontiers did come out um it did have record users on steam for its launch on here it nearly doubled the current player record set by sonic mania on steam on here it had a record high of 19,181 concurrent players on steam on there which is the most successful sonic game on steam so and the Sonic Frontiers director said that they're taking feedback seriously. Um, Morio Kishimoto said that Sonic Team is taking feedback from players and critics on here. He has commented that the game, even though it's released and out, that, um, that they're still working on improving the game. They likened its release to a global playtest, suggesting that he doesn't consider the game's release to be the end of the story on here this is a direct quote says i'm relieved that the release date has arrived and that the game seems to have reached everyone safely we're checking out the opinions of critics and players as you know pointed out there's still areas where we're not quite there yet and we'll take this seriously like a global play test Mm. so you know whether you really like that or not you know i'd like the game on the disc to actually be the final game but yep you know we all know that doesn't exist not anymore uh, a lot of people have been reviewing it quite well. Um, you know, I saw some one person comment, and I kind of found the comment funny. It's like something is wrong with Sonic Frontiers, and what's wrong with it? It actually is a fun game. It's like they they didn't screw it up. So, mm-hmm. so you know, it's kind of funny. But it, but you know, um, as far as how it runs, Digital Foundry had a uh, Blowout as far as all the different versions, and of course uh, on Series X, PS5, and PC, it did does run at a uh, hot 60 frames per second. But you know you're going to go down to Switch, and unfortunately the Switch is kind of uh, uh, the redheaded stepchild of the bunch on there as far as performance is concerned. So you know if you happen only to have a Switch. Uh, you're probably hearing us lumbast and Bayonetta 3, any number of different games, you know, um, Legend of Zelda, the um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, of course, on here. So, but, uh, you know, you know, Sonic is being released on everything, you know, and that's just the point that, uh, you know, they need to support all these different platforms. And unfortunately on the Switch, resolutions at, 720p but and when it's docked and in handheld mode it's running closer to 480p so mm. Oh, mm. yeah it's it's not that's good, rough so. and the <laughs> pop-in is terrible i watched the digital Yikes. foundries uh video on sonic and the pop-in is just and you know though the weird thing is that there's pop-in on the pc version too yeah with a high with a high end rig, it, it's I guess it's the limitations of the engine that they're using, but man, I I would say it's almost unplayable on the Switch because entire Yeesh. environmental assets will pop up in front of Sonic. So if like there's an obstacle, it may pop up right in front of you, and that that would just irritate me to no end. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we need to take a look, you know, me, you, and also you, Des, to see is if you want to check out Yuzu or not. Yuzu is the Switch emulator that's on PC that runs actually pretty decent, so. I don't know if you would consider playing on the emulator versus playing on the Switch, but I I would I would try it. As long as you own the game, it doesn't yeah. it's not piracy per se, you know. But I think Nintendo might have a different opinion. But you know, <laughs> not like they're gonna come out. Oh, those gaming vessels! What are they doing now? They're talking about emulation. Dun dun dun. But yeah, Sonic Frontiers, keep an eye on it. Um, I did buy it, as I'm known to do, but it already went on sale for 40 bucks at uh, both GameStop and Amazon. I know the, they sold out, and I think they'll probably be back on sale for Black Friday around 40 So if you're interested, definitely keep an eye out for it. So uh, Best Buy does have a steelbook. That's uh, kind of plain Jane, and also GameStop does have a steelbook as well, which is... Pretty nifty looking if you care about those physical trinkets on there. I did grab an extra steel book for Dez, just in case if you decide to pick it up. So definitely let me know, buddy. Will too. Or if you want it, Kev. So. No. Have you two fight for it? Fight. Fight. Uh, I'm not gonna fight for it. No. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. Next news story is talking about a game we talked about profusely on this podcast. the PlayStation VR 2 version of No Man's Sky will be ready at launch. So Hello Games is claiming to uh, be able to bring this out and bring the game to its quote-unquote another level on here. So it's coming out day and date with the PlayStation VR 2. It's coming out on February 22nd. Um, it will be available for launch. It is a free upgrade for everyone that owns the existing game on there. So, and... Uh, as you all know, we talked about in the last show, PlayStation VR 2 is going to launch on February 22nd of 2023. On here, pre-orders are up currently for people that put reservation holds, uh, much to my chagrin. <laughs> I put my name on the waiting list. I still haven't gotten an invite to buy it yet. So, Aww. So, so. Oh, poor jabroni. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going that far, but okay. Oh, I know. Add a little spice there. You're gonna try it at my house, Des. I'm gonna check out uh, No Man's Sky and PlayStation VR. I can hold out my little and mine for stuff. Probably. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you're gonna gonna buy a PlayStation VR two anytime soon, right? That's negatory, Ghost Rider. If I hit the lottery, if I hit the Powerball, PlayStation VR is for both of you. So Aww. you're my VR friends. Aww. Thank you. And we could take it down to the pawn shop. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. All right. Next news story, we're going to talk about another uh, publisher uh, or developer, actually, that we've kind of talked about in our uh, playlist is uh, basically the company Neon Giant. So this developer has been acquired. This is the developer of the Ascent. So are we going to get any Ascent sequel? No. The uh, publisher for PUBG Battlegrounds mm. has bought uh, developer Neon Giant. Krafton has purchased mm. them. So and they have announced that they are working on a open world FPS. So that's the uh, next game from Neon Giant. So yeah, we're not going to see, 
any game in that same style for the Ascent on there. So they are working on an open world first person shooter. We'll have to see what that is. Kind of curious. Yay. Yay. Another one. <laughs> Yay. Well, if it's sci fi, who knows? It might be good, right? Maybe. Yeah. Hey, a... I, I, I'm, I, I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. But, you know, since it's being published by Crafton, which is the publisher of PUBG, who knows, you know. So yeah, it's probably going to be Battle Royale up to yin-yang, but I hope uh, Crafton, craft off the crafter. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, hopefully another announcement here is not going to be the uh, crapper, crafter, whatever you want to call crafter. it. The <laughs> crafter. Uh, John BT favorite, Control from developer Remedy is getting a sequel. So it's in development at Remedy uh, for both PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Uh, so Rem- Remedy has made an agreement with 505 Games that they're co-developing and co-publishing a sequel to Control uh, on there. So And it's going to be built on Remedy's Northlight engine on here. They're going to publish the game on the PC platform as well, and 505 Games will publish it on the console platforms on there. So so the project's currently in the concept stage, so even though it's announced, we have no trailer. We're probably not going to see it for a oh, while. A couple years, at least. Yeah, you know, you know, obviously, you know, Alan Wake 2 was announced, I think, at the last Game Awards last year, so it's a point that they are going to be working on Alan Wake 2 first before even coming with the Control sequel uh, at a later point in time, so I'm thinking this is like 2024, 2025 possibly so you know, probably 2025 yeah since they're just in the concept stage you know and kind of go from there on there so they made a comment though that with control 2 will take another leap into the unknown it's will be an unexpected journey will take a while but to put it mildly this is the most exciting project i've ever worked on it's still early days early days but it will be worth the wait on here so so I guess uh, 505 Games came and commented that uh, the original Control is the biz- biggest investment that they ever made in a game. So it's, it has a special place in their hearts on there. So they want to know that, you know, with all the love for the game that they're excited to work on and bring out Control 2. So, so. And also, too, um, this is not the only game in development at Remedy. As we mentioned, Alan Week 2 is in development, and they are also working on a co-op multiplayer spinoff set in the same universe, which is currently codenamed Condor. Okay. As being developed by Remedy's Vanguard team, whoever the Remedy's Vanguard team might be. But, you know, obviously co-op multiplayer spinoff, we'll have to see, you know, all these uh, gas games in development, you know, we'll have to see what's up with all that business. So, but, you know, uh, listening to the show, John BT, let us know of your excitement level. Are you through the roof? Probably. <laughs> cool. <laughs> So let us let us know if if your gaming boner is. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, he's been funny. drinking. No, I've not been drinking. It's it's I, I'm I'm in good spirits. He's in a good mood. Okay, just jabroni in a good mood, y'all. Hey, you want the jabroni news? You got the jabroni news, okay? You got the jabroni news, but is. 
All right, next news story I want to talk about, and it's kind of I only added it because you know uh, one Mr. Uh, uh, Nemo Tigger, uh, our friend Desmond, has been playing Dragon Age and being reacquainted with the series, and so Netflix. Why, thank you, Joe. Dragon's Age Absolution is coming out, so there is an animated Dragon Age show that's coming out on Netflix, and it's going to be out in December. So. It's going to be released on December 9th as with Netflix typical policy. All six episodes will be available upon launch for you to binge in one sitting if you if you so choose. So, so I think this is actually going to take place. It looks like here it's talking about uh, Miriam's story on here. So and I'm not sure if this is working off any sort of characters or something from... Um, Dragon Age, um, apps. What, what's the God? I'm fumbling and bumbling. Uh, you're talking about uh, Inquisition? Uh, Inquisition, yeah. I was going to say Absolution for some reason, but that's the name of the series. So, <laughs> yeah. So, we'll have to see. I know this got uh, announced. Uh, I guess uh, Dragon Age Day is coming up on December 4th. So, this is the annual community celebration of all things Dragon Age. And so, There'll be more um, information shown about the show um, during Dragon Age Day on December 4th. On there, well, so. again, I am kind of happy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like Dragon Age. So, uh, and this, again, this is one of those things that kind of makes me feel like, you know, Dragon Age. So, and I don't read the comics or anything like that. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, this is kind of cool, you know. So, we'll see. I kind of have to give it up to Bioware. They always seem to kind of go above and beyond to kind of extend their IP to other um, avenues to kind of build up their brand and build up the um, universe of their franchises in you know, between Dragon Age and, you know, by uh, Mass Effect. And, uh, you mm -hmm. know, I wish uh, maybe they could do more on Jade Empire, but, you know. You that ain't, that ain't going to happen, buddy. I know, I know, I know. Unfortunately, that ain't. You know, but who knows? I mean, we might get it. I don't think so, but yeah, but I doubt we'll it. To see. We'll we'll talk about more once uh, you know, Dragon Age Day kind of shows up. And I was actually thinking about, it's actually asking you on the download as far as uh, what Dragon Age to start out with. So, um, it depends on what you wanted, what you want to do. You know, you can go to the first one. Um, it's a fun game. It's still, I mean, it's. It's still serviceable. Um, if you really want to put it through, I I I play all three. I play all. I play both of them honestly, because again, it's it it carries over your save. So so you're actually getting more bang for your buck because your um your uh what is it your 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 data and everything is being saved. So so it is definitely you know worth worth it. You know, to see the the quote unquote living uh, universe that you help create with your um, with your uh, um, portion of it. So, yeah, I'm just uh, I've been kind of looking to play uh, at least a CRPG a little bit between what Dragon Age and uh, uh, the other games in the genre. You know, maybe be. Um, pillars of eternity or um... well there's those aren't that's not that type of game i mean it, the first one was but it's much yeah. more of an action rpg game so 
that might actually might be more up my alley as far as Dragon Age Two. So, yeah, Dragon Age Two is definitely more of a of a uh, of a action RPG game. So you're gonna get more out of it, I think. Yeah, and I'm debating. I know I got Divinity Two in my backlog too. That we talked about playing multiplayer. We never wound up getting anything. Oh, I played it. That. It was fun. I would play it again, actually. Divinity is a really good game. All right, and then we're going to throw the good old Microsoft Game Studios and Xbox a bone and talk about what's coming to Xbox Games Pass in November. So if you don't know, Xbox Games Pass is still going. It's still living. It's not dead yet. Not dead yet. No, it's still (laughs) living its good life, drinking on on that champagne. And the, eating the caviar and a champagne. You know it. So games coming out this month right now. Um, Pentiment from Obsidian has come out this week, uh, which is kind of an odd game. Uh, an odd kind duck. Of watch, yes, it's a 16th century mystery game, and it's based on calligraphy as well. So it's a lot of the murder mystery uh, business on there and. Games like this don't really get made unless it's for a service, and that might be an actual good thing in a way, you know. Why is it a good thing? That's because, you know, they're able to, Obsidian was able to, you know, basically not have to justify, you know, we're going to sell so many of this particular title that, you know, it's being funded because of the fact that it is on a service. And and they have have Big Daddy, you know, so they're able to make these games, these, these smaller independent games and i think that's i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna do it i mean i guess that's that's one of the ways to do it you know is to get bought out that way you can just kind of make what you want to make <clears throat> you know is it is it the game that everyone wants to play no not yeah. necessarily They're not trying to you know fit everyone's needs per se that's why i know you Kev, are not going to touch this game with a 10-foot pole i don't think i am either so <laughs> no, i mean i i, I no. I will. It's I not will. Not what I bought a five hundred dollar console for. There you go. That's totally. You know, makes sense. Yeah. You also, know. that also coming out with Somerville uh, came out on November fifteenth. Uh, this game was an indie title on there that kind of got my eye a little bit. Um, it's like if you remember from a prior uh, game awards or summer games fest. This is the one where you know you, you they show the family kind of trying to escape. Uh, kind of what seems like an alien invasion or um, something else going on into the world event on there. So kind of in the same style as uh, inside and um, other games of that ilk. So, so it's something I'm actually going to download and see if I have a chance to go and give it a shot on there. Is it up your alley? Des, as far as Somerville, have you got any interest in that title? Mm-mm. Not, not really. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, hey, you know, games pass. <laughs> everything everything is 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 free. Not free, but you know. Oh, you do pay for it. It's not like, you know, oh all this value. I can't believe the value. So, well, I don't pay for it. You're sharing yours with mine. So I know, ult- I know. Ultimate. So yay. So <laughs> So for me, I'm like, cool, whatever. So Phil, don't 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 pay attention to him. He he doesn't. He's a, I don't share anything with him. No no no. I want but Scary okay. Larry and uh, God, who else? There you go. I want I want Larry Herb after my ass or uh, 
Aaron Greenberg Phil. in there. Phil. Yeah. A couple of games that are coming out that might be up our alley, though, and this is maybe a mention. This Gungrave Gore is coming out on November 22nd, which is literally like just Tuesday of next week on here. So it is coming out for other platforms as well. But you're, if you're an Xbox owner, you'd be able to play it on Games Pass and have your way with the game on there. Also, last but not least, Dark Warhammer 40K Dark Tide will be available to play uh, on November 30th on there. So that I will be, be buying it and I will be playing it. Got it. Sorry, I will not be buying it. I will be playing it on 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 the uh, service. So yes, unfortunately, yeah, the game. I think if it came out on PlayStation, you'd probably buy it there, right? Oh yeah, most definitely. I I all of the gameplay for that game just looks amazing, and I am I am here for it. I want to play it. I want to experience it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And to correct myself. Um, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide is coming out on November 30th for Game Pass on PC. So, what? I'm not sure. Let's see. Let me check <sighs> and see when the console version's coming out. So, why would they do this, Phil? I don't think the console. That's where most ready. of their players are. Phil, mm-hmm. why, Phil? Why are you gonna do me like that, Phil? No, Phil. I'm not checking. Saint Phil. Saint Phil. Why are you doing this, Phil? Yeah, there is no release date for the console version. At this. Damn you, Phil! <laughs> Why? You gotta service care. your primary base first. The That's all right. Console, the all console plebeians gonna have to wait. Yeah, you can eat. You can eat second, third. You know, we got to. We got to help these folks out first. So. Uh... Uh, according to the Wikipedia, it's coming to Xbox Series X and S shortly after. Shortly after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Shortly we after. damn well feel like it. Yeah, it feels like y'all gonna have to wait. Sorry. Y'all ain't buying games anyway. Yeah, you can wait. Go play that game from 2013. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. That, uh, See, this is what I don't understand. about the direction that company is going just make it all unified across all the platforms why can't it launch on xbox as well as pcs day and date at the same time because they're trying to get it out before the end of the year and try to get it out and rush it out basically so but but it's everybody keeps telling me well the xbox is just a pc just just copy copy paste um kev you're asking too many questions um <laughs> the representative from phil's camp is going to be calling you later so uh let's just say be careful buddy uh, i mean it's i i don't know i don't know <laughs> whatever it says the console version is arriving at a later date whatever a that later date, date is yes okay. well, we don't know. Maybe it'll, it'll be on uh, December 24th. Sure. Maybe just make, Santa, well, just Santa making it up, huh? Stuff and put in your stocking desk. We'll see. You're just making it up, huh? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it'll be here. Maybe. You care. Right. And last but not least, we're going to talk about Evil West, the game that we mentioned in our main event, and the game I'm buying at launch, at least. But uh, 
Uh, yet again, uh, people have been looking at the um, graphical fidelity of this game and commenting on it without even playing it first. But uh, they have announced as far as what types of modes are going to be available. And so for uh, PlayStation 5 owners, you have a choice between a quality mode, which is going to be at 4K at 30 frames a second, or a performance mode, which cuts the resolution all the way down to 1080p that hit at 60 frames a second. So a lot of people were kind of irritated the fact that the 60 frames per second mode is not at least 1440p. So that, oh, uh, well. yeah, that the um, dynamic re- resolution is uh, kind of a disappointment, but it is a, an action-heavy title. So, you know, I guess if you really want to play at 60 frames, 1080p, it's going to have to do on there. So, you know, and the same thing for uh, Series X and Series S. Series S, I believe, is uh, stuck at 1080p, 30 frames a second on there. So any thoughts on this, uh, Kev? Does it bother you in the least? Or are you waiting to see the game first before you're going to make any sort of rash judgment about its fidelity? <laughs> so. Well, okay, let's just let's just just name the gorilla in the room this game is not on ps4 xbox one x xbox one s right oh it's no it's on it's on everything so yeah ps4 and pro are at uh, 1080p at 30 frames well there you go that's why xbox uh, series s 1080p at 30 frames a second. That's the only thing you got to go with. And then uh, Xbox, it's even on Xbox One. <laughs> Xbox One and Xbox One S. There you go. 1080p at 30 frames a second. Yeah. Xbox yeah. One X is 4K at 30 frames. And then your Series X and PS5 are at, you know, same fidelity, 4K at 30 oh, frames. So. I'm sorry. I got Weird West, not Evil West. Sorry. There are, there's a whole lot of Western games coming out. So that's the one that I bought. Yes, the one that you're talking about, I do remember, and uh, I want to play it. Um, the Buffalo Soldier and all that other stuff. So I, ha- yeah, I have my a... mixed up. So yeah, it's the what's the Flying Wild Hog game? Yes, Correct. I wanted to get that as well. But now that I'm like, hmm, this is well. Guess we what? You'll hope. be able to play at my house during Thanksgiving. I'm picking it up on Tuesday. So oh, well, that'll be fun, won't it? Yes. You could give your uh, judgment at that point. We'll talk about it on the next show. You know, I'll try to looks fun. Ma- make an emphasis to check it out and play it. So it looks fun, but um, yeah, if if the if the frame rate's gonna be a little hmm, questionable, I don't know. Well, as long as as long as we're attached to last gen. Oh yeah, It'll more stuff be. like this is going to happen, particularly yeah. with with studios that maybe don't have the resources to really apply specific optimizations. Yeah, you know, all that stuff sounds easy to us looking at it from you know from the outside in, but optimizing that stuff, all those games across all these platforms, takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they could have done something, cranked up the the visuals on this on the PS5 and series on the Series X. But even if it was just next gen, it's got to be able to run on the Series S, which other developers has you know who was it was it was it 
uh, Rockstar uh, Dev called it a potato. <laughs> it, it, it's got to be able to run on the pay, on the potato. It, 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 which means it's being held back. At, the, the titles are being held back to some extent, to some degree. And it would have been nice if Microsoft would have just made a digital Series X and just had those two, just, just like what PlayStation 5 did. So that way we just have two SKUs of the, you know, high-end consoles available so that they wouldn't have to to deal with that. But I think yeah. this is going to be the way things are going to be throughout this generation at some level, particularly from third party. Yeah, I'm thinking so too, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm not sure if we're going to see eventually uh, Series X exclusives where they're not running on the Series S, but just on the Series X. So They can't. They, they literally can't do that because they've tied those two systems together at the hip. Everything that has to run on the Series X has got to run on the Series S. So... You know, the only way that you can avoid that is not bring your game out on Xbox and just yeah. go to PC. Yeah, stick with PC and PlayStation, you know. You know, as much as people like the lot, oh, Xbox is winning in Japan. It's like, okay, it's PlayStation's not winning in Japan either. You know, no one's winning mm. in Japan besides Nintendo, so. Mm. <laughs> but that's all the Chibroni news for this episode, gentlemen. All right, and uh, game night. Yeah, game night. Uh, we're still running Thursdays. Um, we're gonna be, you know, I don't think this episode's gonna be out by tomorrow. We're recording this on a Wednesday, but um, I think we're out for Thanksgiving. I think uh, we're gonna take a pass, but uh, we'll keep you updated on social medias, including Twitter, on the Discord, of course, where you can join in, participate in our game night to let you know. Just in case we decide that you know maybe roll it on a Friday or Saturday for Thanksgiving weekend, we'll let you guys know exactly what's going on on there. Typically, though, our game nights are on Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time on there, and we'll play anything you want within reason, of course. You know, if you want to play checkers, badminton, you know, uh, you know, whatever you want to play that we have access to yes minesweeper <laughs> solitaire you know no just no strip poker i'm sorry unless you're female even if you're female no i don't want you to sacrifice no it's not worth it no no <laughs> okay <laughs> so oh, all okay. right all right folks so if you've heard something that you want to respond to or even if you yourself would like to be in our show to get your opinions on the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners, you want to send feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Uh, what we also have going on is a neat little community community on Discord. You want to hit us up on Twitter at gamingvessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Click the link in our in our bio there on our Twitter Twitter page, and that will connect you directly to our little Discord community that we got going on. All the fun stuff about gaming discussions without the nonsense that's going on typically on uh, your bigger 
social media platforms. So definitely want to encourage you, if you dig what we're doing here, you'll just get more of it there. We post news on the daily, uh, community questions, organize our game nights there. It's your one-stop shop for everything GV related. So as we do with every episode, a special shout out to those who participated in our main event. Big thank yous to Will D, John BT, and Crystal Chase. So shout out to you guys for participating uh, with our questions, because as I always say, without our listeners, without the participation that we get, uh, both on our Discord and uh, even even uh, even on Twitter on occasion, uh, we're just three old men yapping into the internet ether. So shout outs to you guys. And with that, it's going to bring episode 188 to a close. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bait Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. I am Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. Uh, Purple Bling Bling, y'all, on the Fantasy Star Online too. New Genesis, yo. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Same, mm-hmm. We'll be back, well, not next week, but next time. Episode 189 for your ears. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble.